So, interesting fact. As time goes by, humans are becoming less and less empathetic. Today, we care about others 40% less than people in the 1980s did. Now, considering that I've just gotten this fact today and I'm kind of thinking about it, it does make sense. Considering the way people have been extra manipulative nowadays, these shorties are always willing to eat the transport money, they're willing to go on dates just to have the food and not the guy. Like, even though the guy looks like a snack. Because for some reason, it's like people nowadays realize that if you go and you manipulate somebody's emotions, then you can get them to do a whole load of shit. So obviously, it makes it harder to be empathetic because if someone is appealing to your empathy and you feel for them, even though it's bullshit, then it means that you'll end up doing something that's possibly emotionally driven. Now, if you do that oftenly and you're played oftenly, then you'll become less and less empathetic, right? So in a sense, the more that it happens, the less empathetic we will be. Then also, when you kind of think about it, in the 1980s, it's not like there were people busy doing shit for the clout. Like there wasn't that much Twitter, Facebook or Instagram. Actually, they didn't even exist. The people that built these things didn't even exist back then. So back then, things were a little bit simpler. If you're doing things to get attention, it was the very little things like, you know, dropping your pen and then bending over to pick it up if you're a lady. Because, you know, we have to recognize that there's booty and shit. And when you kind of look at how people do it nowadays, people will make sex tapes. People will, I don't know, glue their hair. People will smack themselves on poles while trying to skateboard all for the sake of clout. And when you kind of think about it. It becomes very hard to kind of feel for you because you're actively being stupid so that we can feel something for you and then we can give you some level of our attention or some shit. And that attention can come with money. Sometimes it'll come with even more than that, some level of fame even. Then all of a sudden we realize that it's a hoax, which is kind of how a lot of reality TV has been. And it is actually part of the reason why the Jerry Springer show does still exist. But anyways, that aside, we do have a podcast to do. And while some of the things said might not be the realest, I will definitely tell you that the person talking behind the mic definitely is. So, in typical fashion. Welcome to Break Time on West Side, your number one break time podcast. Coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who would rather chase a nut than chase clout. He is a man who likes his women the same exact way he likes his yogurt. It is none other than your tall, dark, and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Tweet Street, the show where we take a deep dive into Twitter, pull up a couple of tweets, and break them down a little bit. Now, as usual, there's a pretty simple drill to this whole thing, and you know, if you know it, then you can sing it along with me, and if you don't know it, then you can just listen. Because it's so simple, sometimes it sounds like a song, and it's almost just... Like it just rolls off the tongue because it goes like this. You see that tweet, you like that tweet, you want us to discuss that tweet, you send that tweet. You send it to the DMs of at the D on Twitter, which is my personal Twitter handle, where I will take those tweets and I will handle them accordingly. Now, if it's one of those screenshots, one of those screen grabs that you get from Facebook, from IG, then the drill is pretty simple as well. You make sure you send them to at break time on website on facebook and or on instagram and i will take them and attend to them accordingly now before i get into the tweets i want to make sure i echo exactly what it is that i spoke about on tuesday's episode where i was talking about how next week is going to be the final week for both series to be running before we go on break for about four weeks so next week friday is when we are going to be having the final episode of tweet street season four 
so after that we shall have the fan of a fan series which will run for about four weeks and that's when i usually get to do a collab with different people who wanted to hop onto the podcast and different people who you would like me to collaborate with on the podcast so that we can you know break it down and you know discuss some topics in a nice sensible collab fashion now if you do want to appear in it or if there is someone that you would want to appear in it then hit me up on ig at breaktime on website and we will get to that and see how to make that happen now moving it on so before i start on the tweets i need to start by discussing a video clip that i was sent on twitter which relates to a very very interesting conversation that was had on reality tv where a former reality star known as megan james just so happened to talk about something known as cheating respectfully now what she said was pretty polarizing which does explain why it is that this clip actually did end up going viral and it ended up trending quite a bit over the past weekend so what i'm gonna do is play for you guys the clip then after that we can discuss whether what it is that she said kind of makes sense and whether it holds some level of water so here it is I believe in cheating respectfully. I never tell my man like, oh, you can go cheat on me. So cheating respectfully to me is cheating where I don't find out, is having control over your other women, is using condoms and not having babies. Like, cheat respectfully because believe it or not, your man is cheating. But I'm not leaving my man over a one night stand with a period. I will only leave my man for three weeks, three things. You bring me home a STD, you have a baby on me, or if you gay. Everything else is work outable for me. Yeah. Alright, before I get into anything, let me just start by saying that I do not endorse infidelity. Now that I've said that, I can come up and fully say that much as what this baby is saying sounds really wrong and it makes it seem as if the bar is too low, as has been the comments from a lot of people on Twitter, I will come out to state that what this lady has said is very realistic. What she's saying makes it sound like she's actually a realist about this. Do I support it? Do I agree with it? To a certain degree. I actually do kind of agree with what she says and I do see a lot of the sense in what she's saying. And yes, I get it. It sounds wrong. But think about it like this. You cannot control when your man is cheating and when he isn't or if he's even cheating or if he isn't. So instead of fighting the potential heartbreak that is there, you might as well take it, embrace it and at least give it rules so that you can manage it very well. Because when you think about a lot of the societies that we're in right now, cheating has become a fairly normal thing. It's almost normalized to the point where whenever people start talking about, oh, so-and-so is cheating, oh, so-and-so is cheating on so-and-so, it suddenly feels like it's such a normal thing. To the extent that people are making songs about it and people have actually sort of learned to embrace it. So if we're already living in a society that's embraced infidelity and cheating like this, then why not give it some rules so at least people end up happy and people kind of stay healthy and safe about it? Like, why isn't that such a bad thing? Because funny enough, a couple of years back, Kenyan socialite Huda Monroe said roughly the same thing on IG when she came out to state that she does not mind if a man cheats on her or not, the only thing she doesn't want is an illegitimate baby from somewhere else. And people kind of bashed her for it, people called her a hoe, people said that oh you're just a glorified prostitute blah 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 so you probably get what's coming for you, shit like that. She said that and she was looked at badly and trust me, during that time I also looked at her badly. I also looked at her badly. But when you take into consideration the kind of time that we're in, the kind of environment and society we're in, 
If she said that exact same thing right now, people would probably agree with her. Like in a sense, much as I do want to admit it, she was kind of ahead of her time when you kinda look at it. Cause back then, I don't think people were as ready to admit infidelity and infidelity cases weren't as vocally brought out as they are right now. So she couldn't have seemed like she was making a lot of sense back then. But when you look at it now, it does actually seem to carry some bit of sense and it does seem like a very realistic thing to do. Because when you take a look at Battle of the Sexes episode 70 when I spoke about the whole thing with the old man going to the bar, getting a couple of young babes and going and hitting it, I still spoke about the same exact thing that these people are talking about right now. Where this guy was like, always respect your wife, always respect the old lady in your house that you got married to. These are the babes, you can play around with them. But do not disrespect your women at home, do not disrespect your family. You make sure your wife and kids are well taken care of, you make sure they're clothed and they're fed. And as long as that's been taken care of, you can mess around with these small young girls and make sure nobody finds out about them. And you kind of look at it right now, it does carry quite a bit of sense. Cause think about it like this, if you as a babe went up to your man and told him yo, I don't know whether you cheat or you don't, I don't know who you're gonna cheat with or you don't. but here are a couple of rules that I just want us to live by. One, you do not go and hit that thing if she is not safe. You do not bring for me any STDs, I do not want HIV, period. I do not want any of that. Two, you do not bring that bitch, you do not bring any of your hoes, any of your random babes, any of your casual fucks to the house to hit. You do not use our matrimonial bed, you do not use the kitchen, you do not use the couch, you do not even use the parking garage or even the pavement that is right outside our place. Go and do it elsewhere, find some different place to do it and also do not use the cars or my car specifically. Now that's lady speaking. Three, you make sure you do not get any kids illegitimately outside of this marriage. You do not even get a fetus there. I do not care whether you are going to wear a condom, whether you are going to find some way of snipping your nuts to make sure that that nut don't come out, you will find a way and you will not get those kids. The use of a condom is the number one recommended solution to this and it should even negate situation number one in a much better light. Now, number four, you do not use the family resources to go around and get your hoes for you. You do not use family resources to screw your hoes. By that I mean you do not go and use family money, family savings to go and book a hotel room, go and book an apartment and rent it out. You do not use it to buy for that babe anything. You will use your own personal money. You do not use the family's resources to finance your hoes and whatever casual shit you're gonna do with them. And the fifth one is respect me. Make sure you respect our marriage by treating me right and making sure that you're treating me like the queen that I am. And on top of that, you make sure that if I do want to fuck, we will get to fuck. You make sure you screw me too. I'm not gonna be sitting out here busy giving you all of this allowance just so that you don't get to fuck me. When the time comes for me to fuck, you will fuck and you will fuck like you have never done before. Just like that. Those are very clear rules and those are the ones that are to be followed. And ladies, trust me, once you've given such rules to your mans, if you know that he's the cheating type, then he'll most probably respect you. Cause with the kind of freedom that he has, I don't see why it is that he wouldn't respect you. 
But as I said earlier, I do not endorse infidelity. But in the likely event that this is something that is likely to happen, then you might as well give rules such as these ones so that at least it can be done safely and you don't have to go through the pain and the unhappiness and the problems that can come with it. But anyways, that being said, we should get on to the tweets. But before we do that though, do you have controversial opinions? Do you like to engage in political commentary? Are you interested in current affairs? If so, this is Bungay's the podcast for you. You can catch myself, Sandrine, Jagame, and Nalo every week under Kenya Public Radio. Alright, on to the first tweet. Men, the three F's of dating. Fossil, be older. Fortunes, be wealthier. Fitness, be fitter. The fossils calculator. Divide your age by two. Add seven or eight or nine or ten. That should be her age. Be patient. Don't rush. Now, I have a problem with this. And and it's not on, on a lot of this. I actually do agree with most of what this tweet says. Uh, so I'll even run down these three Fs from, you know, the bottom going up. So fitness, be fitter. Yes, that's true. Obviously, when you're going to bang, you'll probably be doing 80% of the work as the guy. So you might as well be fit so that, you know, you don't end up tiring out after 58 seconds. Two, the fortunes being wealthier does actually work in your advantage because you are required to be resourceful as a guy. So that's quite a lot of sense there. The fossil part is the one where I seem to have an issue. And it's mostly on the fossil calculator. Like, I can get people being older and I can get why that was a thing back in the day. But nowadays, it's a little bit harder for that to actually be a thing because to some degree, it's like both genders are maturing at roughly the same levels now. So in a sense, you don't necessarily need somebody to be that much older or that much younger for you to get married to them. And that's for women and men respectively. Although also, I seem to have a problem with this calculator because to some degree, it is kind of making it seem as though the older you get as a woman, the much bigger the age gap it should be between you and your man. So like take for example, someone like me who's about 24 years old as of the time of this recording, I will kind of look at it and use that same formula. So divide my age by two, that's about 12 years old. So add seven, that's about 19, eight is 20, nine is 21 and 10 is 22. The age difference isn't that big and to some people it's even considered negligible but when you look at the guy who's 30 and is looking for a babe it's saying that he should get a babe who's 25. Like that difference has gotten even bigger. Now stretch that to a guy who's 36. Use that get 18 add another 8 on it and it's like now he has an age cap at about 28 years old. So are you telling me that a 30 year old babe can't get married to somebody who's under the age of 40? Like, I don't know. I'm not seeing the sense in a lot of this calculation. Like this is, this is why including math in some of these things is a bit of a problem. Or maybe it's just the formula that he's using. But I see this as absolute bullshit. Because I don't see why it is that a 32, 34 year old guy can't go for a 30 year old babe if he's more mature than her or if they've matured to a roughly similar degree. So much as this might seem like good advice, I'm going to term it outdated and traditional and just drop it so that I can move on because these next two tweets are actually based off of one tweet. They are quoted replies off of this one tweet which states that 
Men leaving comments of how they want to marry you in pics just proves that men are obsessed with marriage than they'd like to admit. So the first tweet that comes from that is, Men take marriage a lot more seriously than women do. For women, marriage is mostly some box they want to take because of societal pressure. Also, they have some dream wedding to fulfill in their minds. Men just think about all the responsibility that a marriage will come with. Now to this, I totally agree. Because whenever guys seriously look into the idea of getting married, they think about the responsibilities that come with raising a family. Not just necessarily the kids, but they think about being the breadwinner, handling the bills, making sure that this lady is taken care of, making sure that they create a conducive environment for actually having kids. On top of that, the kind of kids that they'll have. Which is why some of you ladies might not get married very soon simply because of the looks and the IQ that you might seem to be lacking. Just figured I should add that in there. So in a sense, we do have to think about it a little bit farther than a lot more of the ladies will think about it. Then also when you think about something as simple as the wedding itself, that requires quite a lot of thought into it. And trust me, guys don't like to think about the costings that will come with that shit, but guess what? We usually end up getting involved in such shit, so it does kind of make sense why it is that we have to think about marriage in a little bit more of a serious manner. Which also does kind of explain why it is that a lot of guys aren't willing to get married right now. Because trust me, the responsibilities are a little too much and not for all of us. So moving it on to the next tweet that came with this quoted reply. Men are the actual romantic gender. Who want you for just how you look? Women on the other hand seldom care how you look as long as you fulfill other criteria. So yes, you're right. Let no one lie to you that women are more romantic than men. That's a fairy tale. Men are idealistic, women are opportunistic. Chris Rock said, A nigga gets a new girl and his friends ask him what she look like, but a woman's friends will ask, what does he do? Okay, so while I don't disagree with what this guy said, I can't say that I fully agree. Because what he said about Chris Rock saying that is entirely true. Guys will be asked how does she look, women will be asked what does he do, the whole what does he do question with guys will probably come a little bit later, and in a sense yes we do actually care about something that might seem a little bit more superficial. But you kind of think about it, and this is the reason why I disagree with this whole thing, you can't exactly measure romance. Like just think about it for a second, you can't exactly measure romance. Even though you were to look at a love language like gifting. A guy getting you a flower from, you know, a bush and some guy buying you a car, it might look like that incomparable in terms of the range, but you might find that the guy bought you a car because he could and he had the money, but the guy who gave you the flower gave it with all of his heart. Now, does that mean that one of them is more romantic than the other? Very hard to tell. Even when you look at something like assigning time, when you look at all the different love languages that are there, even though you are to combine all of them, it's very hard to actually quantify romance. Because you can't say that one person is more romantic than another, you can only state that somebody is expressing their romance to you a little bit more than somebody else's. And it's kind of like happiness. You can't quantify if somebody is happier than somebody else. You can only kind of assume that one person is happier than the other based on how they express themselves. So if you gave a million bob to a beggar and if you gave it to a CEO, 
The CEO might smile, the beggar might be overjoyed, but both of them could have been the same exact level of happy. The only thing is you can't exactly quantify that because you do not know how they feel inside and thus you require their form of expression to kind of tell you if they're happy about it or not. It'll only tell you that they're happy, it just won't tell you how much happy they are. So in a sense, you can't really quantify it. What people will try to quantify, which is the closest thing to happy, is satisfaction. And that one kind of requires a scale of its own. It's also not measurable per se, but it is kind of quantifiable when you try. So obviously satisfaction will be more like a yes, 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 yes. Then once it hits the ceiling, then the negative reaction, the bit of a no, the kind of resistance and hesitance to take it kind of starts to set in. So it's a lot easier to measure and is what people will try to kind of bring in so that it can kind of measure how happy somebody is. But the truth of the matter is happiness, romance, those are things that can't be quantified. People usually think that one side is more romantic than the other, but in reality, someone taking time off work so that they can spend with their significant other while somebody else buys their significant other a yacht might actually stem from the same level of romance. So. In a sense, it's one of those things that you can't really measure out. So either way, men could be more romantic because they give and women could also be more romantic because they don't rebel or try and stand up against the man. But at this point, I want to know your thoughts on this. Do you think men are more romantic than women? Do you think women are more romantic than men? Is it something that's gender based or is it something that's entirely individual? I want to know your thoughts on this. The DMs are open on Twitter. It is at Bagaka the D. The B and the D are capital. You can send your replies to the DMs there. On Facebook and on Instagram, it is at Breaktime on Westside. Feel free to slide into the DMs there. Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end. And if you are listening on Castbox, feel free to drop your thoughts and comments there. And I will attend to them accordingly. And I will catch you guys on the next break. Take care.